0: The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagle, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. This week, I'm going to answer a listener question about glycerin. Just what is this mystery ingredient and how does it affect your body? Liz writes, What is vegetable glycerin and is it safe? I've heard some diabetics use it as a sugar substitute. You know, Liz, the other day I was using some vanilla extract in a recipe and I noticed that the extract itself had a sweet taste. Liquid extracts often use an alcohol base to preserve the flavor, but this particular product, which was labeled alcohol-free, used glycerin instead. Now, I know that vanilla extracts made with alcohol aren't sweet, and I found myself wondering about the nutritional properties of glycerin. Does it affect the body like sugar? Is it calorie-free? Well, here's what I found out. Glycerin comes from fats, either animal or vegetable, and it's a byproduct of soap manufacture. Believe it or not, soap making really hasn't changed much in the 4,000 years since it was first invented. Today, as in ancient Babylon, soap is made by mixing fat with lye, and this creates a chemical reaction called saponification. In the end, you end up with soap and glycerin. It turns out that this byproduct has a number of interesting properties. If you mix glycerin with nitric acid, of course, you get nitroglycerin which can be used to treat chest pain or blow up mountains. Your choice. On its own, glycerin attracts water like a sponge, and this makes it useful as a skincare ingredient. Adding glycerin to a lotion or cosmetic will help your skin hold on to moisture. Mixed into wax and used as a suppository, glycerin's moisture-attracting properties pull water from the body into the colon, and that stimulates a bowel movement. And Glycerin is also used in food manufacture. Even though it comes from fats, glycerin belongs to a special category of carbohydrates called polyols, which also includes sugar alcohols like sorbitol and erythritol. Like sugar alcohols, which I've talked about before, glycerin tastes sweet, but it's not metabolized as sugar in the body, and it doesn't cause a rise in your blood sugar. And that's the reason it's sometimes used as a sweetener in foods marketed to diabetics, and also to low-carb dieters. Glycerin also has that moisture-attracting property. And the same way that adding glycerin to a lotion helps keep your skin plump and moist, adding glycerin to foods helps them stay moist. So glycerin is widely used in food manufacturing as a preservative. So is it safe? Well, as with almost any substance, there are some people who have a sensitivity or allergy to glycerin, and they need to avoid this ingredient. And of course, it can be toxic if you consume it in sufficient quantities. But as it's typically used to keep foods fresh or as a low glycemic sweetener, glycerin is generally safe. It is not, however, calorie-free. In fact, Glycerin contains slightly more calories than sugar, and it's only about 60% as sweet, so you might need slightly more to get the equivalent sweetness. Also, as with sugar alcohols, consuming a lot of glycerin can produce a laxative effect, which may or may not be desired. Here's the bottom line on glycerin as an alternative sweetener. The main advantage is that glycerin does not affect your blood sugar. However, substituting glycerin for sugar will not reduce calories, and consuming it or foods sweetened with it in large quantities is not a recipe for good nutrition. I suggest that glycerin, like all forms of sugar and sugar substitutes, be consumed in moderation you know, it really just keeps coming back to the same thing. Try to build your diet primarily around whole foods like fresh fruits and vegetables, legumes, eggs, dairy, fish and meat, nuts and whole grains, and keep processed foods and sweet treats to a reasonable minimum, no matter how they're sweetened. And if you'd like more tips on how to get the sugar out of your diet, see my podcast, How to Reduce Your Sugar Intake. I always love to hear from you. Send your comments and your questions to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or post them on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page. And if you have sent a question my way, be sure you're signed up to receive my free weekly newsletter because that's where I end up answering many of those listener questions. If you'd like to read a transcript of today's episode or search the archives for shows on other topics, visit nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great week.